Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Anytime that she is trending, like oh. there has to be a tweet that says oh. Magic the Gathering players do not endorse this. No, so in the beginning, when I first heard about her, I was just like, Marjorie Taylor, uh, Taylor Greens? <laughs> Marjorie Tambourine? Marjorie Tambourine? Marjorie no, no, but it has no, but it has to be like the biggest thing was <laughs> her face looking like Mr. Fucking Potato Head, dog. I I know we're not supposed to like visually, we're not supposed to like body shame people, dog. But her face, like you know how they used to talk about Shorty from Sex and the City. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 oh, um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes, and how she has a horse face. Yes, like. Marjorie Taylor Greene literally Means, has a horse face. No, it's Marjorie Jamboree. Jamboree. Can we make her like the there's, there's female version of Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Marjorie, never say his name correctly. Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene. Marjorie Jambalaya. <laughs> no, no, it has to be green. You have to keep it green. We we have to get it. Has the, to be the song. Marjorie Collard like Green. You have Jamboree, Taylor Greens. Chambergines, <laughs> margarine, like it's it has to be a southern thing. You you should know this. It has to be a southern thing. That's why I see the mar. Oh, you mean fried greens? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well. Well, speaking of problematic people. Well, speaking of non-problematic people, and I have a championship ring to give out. With three in the bottom of ninth inning to become the world champion yet again. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Got a really big team, and they need some really big rings. They need some really nice things. Better be coming with no strings. Better. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Go for it. Tony Hawk is giving the proceeds from sale of autographed pictures. 100% of them to the Tyree Nichols Memorial Fund, which includes a plan to build a skate park, public skate park, in his honor. Oh. Okay. That's dope. Okay. Word. As our worlds continue to grieve his loss, he was a talented skater among other admirable traits. Let's keep his legacy alive. Yay! Oh, okay. That's I didn't know that was, was a skater. Yeah, I had no idea. Alright. You know what? Shout out to that. No, you know, I can respect it. Tony Hawk is an amazing human being. Asshole. Is he on the council with Asshole. Dolly Parton? <laughs> Asshole. Asshole, but he's an amazing human being. No, um, he I'm, never gets recognized that he So I met Tony. He's one of the most unassuming, like looking. Also, white everyone keeps ever. forgetting it's him. The fact that it's happened so often, often that it's a meme. Yeah, because he's unassuming as fuck. But also, one of the tweets I saw was like Nino Brown, <laughs> the Nino Brown meme, mm -hmm. where he's crying, and it's like me before I have to take out Tony Hawk in the culture war. <laughs> And Tony Hawk responded, he's like, I appreciate the hesitation. 
Wow. See, I met Tony Hawk when I was sophomore year in high school. Oh. Okay. Um, so this was during the Obama days, the blacken days, where I met not only one president, but two presidents, because we were both there. And in 2009. You're 29 right now? 30. You just turned 30. I just turned 30. All right, so I'm, yeah. a, I'm like six months older than you, which put me a year ahead. Yeah. Tony Hawk was the first celebrity I met, and I shook his hand, and then immediately asked him, can I touch your skateboard? And he was like, no. <laughs> you do not have the money and assurance to pay for it as if you fuck this up. I mean, he didn't say all that, but I was like, about to say the, like, the eyes like, gave it the way. Or did this like you cannot damage you this? Run off with this shit. Yeah, I'm gonna run off the White House yard where the barbecue was. It was at the White House with Bobby Flay as head chef and the White House chef of staff. I mean, chief of staff, or, you know, the White House kitchen, basically. The um, lead is the lead. That, that Hulk-ass dude that uh, they well, fucking show. Well, no, it's not like that. It's just, like, imagine 50 Iron Chef quality candidates yeah. all in one kitchen. Yeah. So I had the best chicken. I had the best asparagus, which is why I love asparagus. <laughs> And, okay. and I had the, the White House asparagus. And uh, I had the best mashed potatoes. Mm. As a representative of the government, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> also, as a representative of the government, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I got invited to the White House because um, during the Obama administration, I think they were pushing for young male leadership in high school so i was selected to be the leader of engineering because we just won our bodies competition okay um and that year we won regionals like we beat the fuck out of broadneck high school what high school broadneck no uh, what high school were you? oh i was boo high school Oh, okay. Public versus private and we beat them out (laughs) (laughs) there you go shout out to public it fucks Severna Park, right? Uh, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, the Sever- people in Severna Park are like, fuck Severna Park. <laughs> <laughs> but shout no. out to Kenny. But shout out to public <laughs> school education. When I okay. tell you the white girls of Broughtneck were just so heartbroken, we're like, why did we lose to these niggas? Do you remember the last time was here whenever we talked about something black or very things that you didn't know? You were just like, I want to say this yep. now. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, As a straight white American male, so, I walked into class one day last semester, and I, it was my podcasting class, and I'm like, hey, it's your favorite straight white American opinionated male. And she's like, the only one? I'm like, no, but I'm here. <laughs> We're problematic. Speaking of problematic, Zachary yeah, I Levi. Say two things you and Zachary Levi have in common. <laughs> problematic. So what's wrong with this man? His Straight man looks sexy. White. He looks sexy. I love his like. You like Shazam? No, no, no. I, I, I look. Tony I'm, Hawk. We were talking about Tony Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just want to make sure that I gave a shout out in a championship ring to Tony because. Yeah. Tony is just... Tony is has been. A. Con- continuing, continuing to keep himself 
like in the positive spotlight and and culturally relevant whether it's through the meme that nobody recognizes tony hawk or making the skateboard with blood in it (laughs) collaboration with liquid death that was fucking awesome not not tony hawk pro skater None of those games. But we also want to give Tony, or I want to give Tony a championship ring also for Tony Hawk Pro Skater, in addition to all of this. Uh, But we are not giving a championship ring to Zachary Levi, however. Who, it turns out, is not Shazam. I mean, he is Shazam, but I don't know if Shazam would be okay with anti-vax propaganda. I don't know oh. if The Flash would be okay with him being portrayed by Ezra Miller, but that's still a thing. Right, right. So, like, Zachary, how do you... Zach, you think Zachary's gonna listen and watch us? How do you... How do you uh, deal with Ezra Miller as a co-star, right? Easy. Easy. James Gunn is their boss. And James Gunn does whatever he wants. But even before James Gunn was their boss, Zachary Levi was a transphobe. So when you know Ezra Miller shows up on set with painted nails and you know demanding to be called they and a genius, <laughs> you, you know what though? I have a, I have an answer to your solution because I'm the engineer. I have one word. Ready? It may shock you. Money. Nah. <laughs> like no, but we talked about Ezra Miller and how they are using the whole train thing basically to weaponize even more like privilege or or ways to you sound like zachary levi right now right like he feels like you know he's one of the people that just feels like you know the whole trans argument is really just subversive in nature and it's like a mental illness he's been on the joe rogan i'm I'm nothing like that i'm just like let me know what (laughs) you want Just let me know what you want me to call you, and I respect that if you call me that. And I may make mistakes, and I'm sorry in advance. I mean, like, so the whole turf thing, because uh, in, in, in coincidentally, the latest Harry Potter game just came out this past Friday. Uh, I've heard it's fucking incredible, JK and Rowling. black people mm, you mean G- are like eating it up because they're like, we can actually have like black people hair in this game. Like, but the problem is, is also like not only is just JJ. Not only she's there, but like the message of the game is like anti-Semitism. Oh, the game is. The game is anti-Semitism. Ooh, I don't know anything about the game. I just know it's like it's anti-Semitic people get to be in a fucking Harry Potter world. Yeah, it's that. Okay, that, so break it down. So, so Harry Potter Legacy, the Legacy of the the Wizarding World, is both problematic in two fronts. One, it's by a famous white woman who obviously is just notoriously transphobic and just believes that you know she's a turf. It, like to I, I do want to step in. Okay. I want to step in here with separating the work mm-hmm. of the artist versus the artists themselves because and that saying, is something we will talk about saying, right now. Like, J.K. Rowling doesn't want to. She has no input on the game and clearly there I were mean, hundreds of people through she designing did, this game. She did retroactively make Gandalf gay as fuck though. Gandalf <laughs> is by Tolkien. Die, by not, Tolkien. I, damn, I said Gandalf. He's um, a, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Right. She did, however, retroactively make Dumbledore gay as fuck. 
right? Yeah. He's not as fuck. He's just gay. He's just gay as old. <laughs> he's just gay as old. But the goblins that run the bank of Gringotts, no, they're no. definitely just goblins. They're definitely the ones, not Jews. Who who cares about the Jews? Ooh, Ooh this is how I get canceled. Ah, oh, hey. No, hi. this is how JK Rowling gets canceled, right? Because she already came We are talking people. and putting her, her name. Her name and all of her controversy in context. Yeah, because like, here's the That's what we do here. Right. And that's the thing, though. It's just. So you have so you have multiple the people who make the game. I forgot the studio's name. They already have announced that like we've been paid out. Right. We're done. We don't yeah. touch this game. Like no. we did this thing. It was they, a contract. Yeah. We're done. They like, were that's given it. the script. They were given the blueprint. They just fulfilled their duty. So like they got paid. They are paid out. Right. Anything they outside of this. They did what their contract said they would do, do and, and nothing more. Right. They did what they did. It was a paid job. They They're done. They told us to make the goblins <laughs> bankers, and we didn't. We didn't think any more about it. Right. Right. And so do you? So there's multiple arguments that I've seen throughout multiple gay spaces that you know boils down to we don't support this game because of the the author and he brought up about separating the se separating the uh, artist from the art and this that, is that my, is a big thing here and this with is our phrase the, the work, work of. of right the work of i have a hot take you cannot say the line unless you're dead the artist mm. being dead because like my because a perfect example Michael Jackson. <laughs> I saw a very problematic meme where somebody, the the Slavic friend, mm -hmm. was telling me that they wanted to get a shirt. Mm -hmm. Oh my lord! Keep talking while I but find this shirt. That's fine. So, like, the thing about my hottest take is when you separate a work from a artist, right. Right. generally speaking, they're dead. Why? Because they can't defend themselves when they're alive. Like, when they're dead. I, I forget that he's alive, honestly. How do we reconcile the Cosby show, then, right? <laughs> like, we have to reconcile it as the work of Bill Cosby, Cosby. right? Right. And with the recent Tory Lane's verdict. Uh, how do you I'm sorry, but that man has the worst fade of all time. He does. He has terrible PR. No, he he has terrible PR. Terrible hair. Terrible hairline. He has a terrible haircut in general. Um, <laughs> but the man makes fire music, right? It's like Chris Brown, right? Like Chris Brown makes fire music. Breezy was a fire album. Do I support Chris Brown as a person and his stalker as tendencies? And his wait, 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 hold on, tendencies? what? Yeah, he became a stalker now? Uh, did you not see the whole him and Karunchi thing? Like, Karunchi tried to leave this nigga in the dust several times. And he was like, bitch, you not gonna forget about me. I'm Chris Brown. Watch me do a backflip on Vine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a backflip on Vine. I found the shirt. This is the nigga who I, tried to fight Frank Ocean. I like, found the shirt. So keep in mind, this guy is Eastern European. So like we said, not to be fucked with. Yeah. But he showed me the shirt that I wanted to get. And I said, if you wear that in America, you're probably getting your ass beat. Yeah, no, <laughs> I can't be. I don't, uh, I don't know if we get his ass beat for that. But he definitely will be looked pretty, at. Yeah, 
You might, so the yeah. pic for our audio listeners, it, it is a picture of E.T. and Michael Jackson with the Alien versus Predator uh, font <laughs> over top of the picture. Relating back to people who are turfs, it is a in very Zachary difficult Levi. in Zachary Levi. It is a the first time I heard about this, so uh, this is awkward. But I also have I've heard. I've heard the other sides of things from medical professionals, which also scares me. Um, I slept with a medical professional who thinks that TERFs is a mental disease. And uh, while we that were... TERF is a mental disease? People who are transgender are, oh, have mental okay. disease. Okay. I've, I've heard that argument. I've heard and that I will argument not, And I will not regurgitate that to the audience I'm, because yeah, I am... I... It is. I don't have the credentials. It's just like, like, have you ever had pillow talk? Do you know what pillow I mean, talk is? Yes. Yes. You know, like that was my pillow talk. Do imagine, I pillow talk? imagine doing pillow talk with somebody like that for thirty minutes. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> honestly, I really feel like transgender people are kind of like on the same level as schizophrenics, and I, I'm not saying that I don't think they're not people, but I think they need help. Honestly, because it's really like a mental problem. Like you think you're somebody you're not. That's an issue, and you should really be seeking mental. Um, and, and that's why. Meanwhile, like here's meanwhile, how I, me, I'm I don't like, get it. Uh, mm-hmm. Let it, me know what you want to be called. I'll do my best, and I might make mistakes, but I mean no harm. As somebody who is very engaged in the community and also is a safe space counselor for that community, it is very important that when people are learning about themselves because a either they've been traumatized and never know what the term is because nobody taught them because they don't have the education or two they're finally coming to terms with themselves and now they're trying to like come out but you know we like opening up and be vulnerable to people people like to you know grab that shit and turn it against you as a weapon so It is very important that when somebody who's special, uh, we need moonshine, which none of y'all have. Whenever Just, somebody give, wants give me to three come, months in an empty bathroom, and I got you. I got no, I I got moonshine at the house, and I didn't want to bring it because I didn't want to like Ooh. accidentally die. When somebody wants to come out the closet, and they're and you know, it's very important to be. A soundboard. If somebody right. is going through that experience, I know friends who've been through that experience, and it's a very important thing. And that's just kind of how I see things. And whenever they say this game hurts actively hurts us, and I'm like, why? And they explain the reasons. That, that makes sense. Now I support you, and that's kind of how I see things as. I have seen arguments of like, but I love this game because this thing has helped me going through stuff. Because I'm an engineer, I like I can kind of break apart the emotions with the function. Okay. If it, it may not make sense, but I'm gonna try to make it make sense. So, let's say that we're all about making it make sense. sense. We're right. this is the whole thing about it. So, right. all right. So imagine so we are. So imagine you were playing. Uh, so imagine you. I say yo-yo because yo was the first that came to my fucking mind. Um, imagine playing with the yo-yo. Right, you loved it. It was a thing that was your escapism. That because whatever your upbringing was, it was not pleasant. So you you took all that energy into this tangible object, that being a yo-yo, because this yo-yo got you to the worst of times, the darkest of times. But you know, it's a yo-yo. That's me in Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> 
<laughs> and so now that you're older, you found out the person who made the yo-yo hates black people. That's how it. I feel about Sephiroth. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about that all the time <laughs> on this podcast, right? Like, that was the whole point of fucking Lovecraft Country, right? Like, yeah. I addressed that in the very beginning of Lovecraft Country, right? And it's something I have to address every time I'm like, I love Lovecraftian horror. Right, because I mean, they present you with was... the situation that Cloud is a terrorist at the beginning of the game, <laughs> and Lovecraft was a scathing racist yes. dog. Right, like yeah. as, just as... like Final Fantasy VII was a scathing commentary <laughs> on <laughs> capitalism, and and so was like Fitzgerald. Yeah, yeah, like anything in America, right? Like anything you look at in America as a black person, you're like. Is there racism behind this? No, <laughs> so, and that's and that's the hard thing. So imagine you growing up with something that helped you through the dark times, that now you found out that the manufacturer does not support you as a person because right. of your because right. they think of something. And that honestly is the hardest thing in that argument is separate is when to stop fixating on this object in really addressing where this obsession came from because i think a lot of escapisms as somebody who you know you know surprise surprise i have depression but i finally got out of it um (laughs) because we look because we're millennials and our parents are our fault um no fault to you mom or dad a lot of things that you know our generation is understanding what is it like this this object this thing like what is this called what is this thing you know because you know back in our parents adhd was never a fucking thing people just assumed it like oh you're just naturally smart and do the thing that's what it is i feel like now is people who are they latch to this thing because that's what's their escapism there's a label so finally yeah this is uh something that is a question to both of you. We can use classic examples that you and I have used. We can also use J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. When we're trying to separate the work of the artist from the artists themselves, is there basically a threshold where you have to recognize their ideology bleeding into their art? Yes, I think so. And I'm going to use like, oh, like, like I use that. Yeah, let's, absolutely. Let, I have talked with Lord God about this on multiple times with Kanye mm-hmm. and we both go yeah, no but he made graduation right no. <laughs> so so even taking that into account right you still have to at a certain point when it comes to the like idol worship of a person have to take in their ideology right and it's at, at what point do you separate their talent from their ideology I think there comes a point where once it becomes recognizable, once their work becomes propaganda and less content. Yes. So, or if do you we can feel see their Shazam ideology is, now shaping the art. Do we feel Shazam is turf propaganda? 
No, because it's always DC property. Just yeah, written is gonna by other writers. <laughs> so like, follow, literally, literally follow the script. Clearly, clearly right. I was fucking joking. Uh, but no. that's that is the point. We were able to the, just disarm right, that right. joke immediately. You're talking to a person with Asperger's. Do you really think that's gonna work with me? No. I'm just gonna prove to you why it's fallacy, and it's gonna give you this flat. The but straight. I mean, how do we, <laughs> how do we feel? How that's do we always feel? been funny to me. <laughs> and from what I've heard, most people with Asperger's agree. It's just like, huh, it's kind of burgers. <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel about Shazam so being I, allowed to continue in the same thing with Ezra Miller, right? right. Like on the same spectrum. So how do we feel? My with, personal things about it is that. not hard to cast a young white person <laughs> who <laughs> happens to look male, male, I think as any superhero. It's it's not fucking hard. You know, oh, you know, it'd be funny if Andrew, if Andy Milanakis, if Andy Milanakis makes a return as the Flash. I know he's a little bit too fat, and we're not. I think that, that would be, be a body, po- body positive <laughs> way to tell the Flash story. Part of the absurdity of it all, right? Is like I mean, Fat somebody... Thor. Oh, Fat Thor. I mean, Oh, Fat Thor. Gay material. Gay daddy icon of that year. Top ten day. De- there's there's a list of gay icons in every year. Kratos is always on the first. Kratos is always top ten, especially this past year. I started, with God play, of, with I started playing 2018 recently. Yeah, and I I really like. I'm I'm wa- I'm still really early on. Yeah, like yeah. I'm at the part and I'm like, oh fuck, this game is hard. I have to fight some big fucking doth or drothy and a troll like. I'm fucked up right now. But like I'm watching his I'm watching his interactions with Atreus and I'm like, oh man, he's really harsh on Atreus, but I can also see his love as a father coming through with every interaction. Yeah. As he's... a father, I felt it. Yes. As a father, I, I felt, felt it. As I played through, I, I felt a lot of the teenage angst. Again, boy. Guys, again, again boy, boy. boy. Right. The preteen angst that that shit was displaying, right? And like the one and line like, that really hit me, he was like, Don't be sorry. Do better. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this this guy loves the fuck out of his son. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me you're Catholic without telling me. He had to that one, Bob. But uh, back to the whole, but but back to the Justice League's arrows. I think yeah, that the, the I think League's debacle. I, I am I, hoping at one point Kratos laughs at a joke at Kratos. <laughs> Like that's that's all I'm, I hope. That's how he dies. That's how he dies. Tells a joke. That's how he dies. They have bonding moments. Let me just put it there. When you play Ragnarok, there are more. There are moments of like that. There but, are moments during uh, the the one you're playing. Not the original but, one. Oh, the twenty eighteen version. Yeah. But as far as the DC debacle goes, right? Like, and you know, even. Lucas films had their whole thing with uh, what's her name from? I don't know her. Oh, I movie, oh the, yeah. the, her latest movie literally the, made Gina Gina Carrio from her the Mandalorian. Movie literally made like hundred thirty something dollars. Yeah, total. <laughs> so, like, you know, I guess terrorists don't get far in modern America. Conservative celebrities are a thing. They are, they are, they are. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought they were just evil robots. Continue. Pushing the gay agenda. And apparently. I am uh, the gay agenda. You mean, you mean like The Last of Us? 
I have yet to watch that episode. I've seen the IMDb ratings, and it's still funny to me that they try to just bomb the ever fuck out of that that episode, episode. but like episode. it's now just did the opposite where it's it it five stars like all I said, across I the board. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. I, I haven't had HBO for the past literally two weeks. I three no probably a month. I watched the first episode of Last of Us here with you, but like I've heard nothing but rave reviews. They're like this is literally one of the best love stories this, you can be told in 45 minutes an hour this is probably the same level of game of thrones when it first aired mm. in terms i'm talking about in terms of people talking about it publicly because when game of thrones was on the air everybody was talking about it the bus stations your workplace the bank your your partner the, we, uh, had, we had a, a poll at work to see who would end up on the throne <laughs> when's the last time before game of thrones you had that experience on a tv show like pure monoculture like that yeah pure 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 monoculture just like that i, mean, I can't squid think of game one. squid game was pretty squid game was but i, but I mean squid game came after yeah squid game yeah. after game of thrones yeah, yeah. Squid game was actually you 2020 yeah, so you mean before Game of Thrones? I was talking about Game of Thrones, maybe Big Brother, but like yeah, no, 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 no. not for uh, me. The Bachelor. The Bachelor was another one. I would say, for me, honestly, something like Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore, I feel like was Jersey Shore was up there, but it was bottom tier though. Like, all right, you have to have a South Park episode made out made about it. Well, that's always, but that's their formula, though. Yeah, that's their formula. So I you, mean, real. If house you have lives, a South Park episode made about it, it, it probably is culturally relevant. relevant. Right. I still, I still. Keep, that's a pretty good rule to follow. I, I still, I'm not gonna lie. I, I mean, it's so, accurate. So they made a whole episode about but by that about argu- school shootings and tied in Red but Dead by, Redemption Two. But by that <laughs> argument, if they don't make a Last of Us episode, then is it culturally relevant? You're now? telling me that South Park isn't going to make a Last of Us episode? Are they? Uh, remember, I'm pretty sure they're going to be now, like they're going to have some Park. like nuclear event happen, well, so and so Cartman's like, going to be like, "No, I can't watch the newest episode of The Last of Us." So it's like, so I feel so I think. This season, because they're still going, right. there may not be one, but the next two seasons definitely will be one. Uh, I think they definitely. Because like, I feel like Family Guy has not touched it, and definitely... didn't they sign a literal one billion dollar contract with Paramount? Yeah, we covered that. They saw they signed some absurdly huge amount oh, of money contract. About South Park. Yeah. Not, yeah, not the last. No, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. I'm talking about yeah. South Park. Yeah, no, South Park. Yeah, no, they. They got paid like a literal billion dollars. It, yeah, it was cool. For a team of what, 15? Maybe 30? <laughs> Dude, it was for like in a Coming down to South Park like and I had myself time. Do you know what they say? It was like for 30 Yeehaw! Movies. Friendly faces everywhere. everywhere. Humble folks, Humble without, folks without temptation. Coming down to South Park, gonna leave my friend behind. So, ample parking day or night. People uh, yelling, howdy, neighbor. neighbor. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just know the cow's a bitch lyrics, and that was basically like, wah! Completely, <laughs> completely aside. Do you remember the cow level in Diablo 2? Mm. Oh my god. So in Diablo 2, 
they had like this like hidden area where you could get all of the best weapons, but there were a bunch of cows with pitchforks and axes and everything that were like ungodly powerful that would follow you around. Why are these cows purple? Speaking of power, no, they're not. They're not purple. They're just giant fucking. Cows. You said they're powerful though. Oh, powerful cows. Yeah, but why are they powerful? Speaking of power, what about Texas? Thank you. Speaking of cows. <laughs> and power. And power in the same sentence. And in I'm... that level, everything was on fire, like Texas. Texas. Except for Texas is not on fire. I... Texas is actually frozen. <laughs> <laughs> The opposite, the opposite of, of fire. Uh, um, I, Texas is so cold. In fact, hundreds of people, of hundreds of thousands of people, are without power or were without power due to. Did you frozen, get on that Ted Cruz? Frozen power lines. So, Shout out to so, Ted. I, we haven't said anything too bad yet. So much so, in fact, that. <laughs> Fights were breaking out at grocery stores over dumpster meat. Dumpster meat. More than 250 people fought over discarded food in dumpsters after power outages last week in HBE grocery stores in Texas were alerted to authorities after like social media posts were made about them having to discard certain food items, perishable food items because of the power outages caused by the frozen power line. So these guys are going to the dumpsters and using and rubbing their so, meats together and So I'm sorry, I'm somebody, just a straight man that I don't somebody, understand. Somebody who worked at one of these HEV grocery stores posted mm -hmm. online, hey y'all, we gotta throw out all of this meat. Come get it. <laughs> You and know, somebody than... was not forward thinking and just put it. Somebody was not forward thinking. <laughs> I just put it away. That the camera couldn't see it. <laughs> no, no. So what the what the problem here is though, right? Is you know the the food regulation, the food regulations Regulators. and stuff like that. Um, that. After a certain point, you have to, like, after a certain temperature, I think it's, like, over, like, 64. Well, outside room temperature, probably. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You have to throw the meat away, right? Regardless of what the issue is. Yeah. So, even when the power goes out, you have to throw the meat away. And somebody who worked at this HEB grocery store was like, Hey y'all, we gotta throw all this food <laughs> <laughs> away. Y'all gotta come get this shit out of the dumpsters, right? Boom! Cutting in. Is that a soft move? Or a boss, or move. A boss move? Moving on, it's time for soft move or boss move. A boss move to take me out of a dumpster? A boss move to tweet out oh. that you're throwing all that meat away. I would say it's a boss move. Boss move. Because... Because it's just gonna... <laughs> like, the problem is... When it comes... So, I actually just talked about this to a friend at a bar. 
just about, you know, throwing things away from Starbucks. When it comes to perishables, I think it's we have to take them a little bit more seriously because of the bacteria that can be manifested from right. meat. So meat right. is so it depends. And I'm saying it depends. It's kind of like the Doctor Who skit where like, you know, would you throw dildos at a festival? It's like, well it depends. That's a Doctor Who bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, well, it depends. Am I, am I a pride? Yes. Britain it, really is different. <laughs> you know, if you're a pride, yeah, I probably might throw those. But if, am I like a, a Catholic festival where like I'm celebrating the Pope? Oh, Personally, not? I would throw dildos at that festival. <laughs> I don't know. This Pope said weed is cool and sex before marriage is encouraged. And also yeah, gays are fine. Cool. That doesn't mean he's gonna grab a dildo and just <laughs> shake it for the congregation. You know what? Here's the thing. Yep. He's probably the only pope that knows what a dildo is. That's true. That's no. And would you no, say I that knowing what a dildo is is better than not knowing what a dildo is? I absolutely argue that he's not the first pope to know what a dildo is. I he's want, just the first hold pope on, to Look, win. I had this argument. Oh, no. When it, we were talking about Magneto. No. And Magneto go. being no. a Holocaust this survivor. Is why, and this people is why were we haven't like, gotten through half of the docket yet. Because of your outrageous tangents. To be fair, I did contribute to these tangents because... I contribute to them too, but the point is, is that he has enough of them. It's fine, because he has to edit this episode. That's that's true. We can... uh, I don't work tomorrow, so I am Catholic, so I am used to beating myself up. It's all about context. Perishables, you know, I understand the safety regulations, so I'm... Right. Right. It's like it's, but like at the same time, like I know bread gets thrown away like so but fucking much. But this dude tweeted it out beforehand, so they're like, "Look, you can come get it within like this couple hours window." No, no. Here's how you. No, this is how I would do it. All right, okay, I, I'm, go, I'm gonna go, use go, it as a rest. Go, so go, if I'm the manager, right, I will go, QA, and I was told like all these beats gotta go. I'm like, okay, right. Put it on a tray. Go out to the dumpster. Get as far away as you can from the camera because we all know that they're fucking watching. Dump a fake few amounts. Put like, oh, grab garbage bands. Make it look good. Make it look efficient and promising. I, all right, and this sounds then, a little Monday morning quarterback. No, but, but, no, but here's the thing, though. This is how you be smart. You know, be efficient. Be smart. People were fighting over meat. expired meat, meat because the power went out. and the- 250 people. Can, Can you, you imagine that brawl? That's Maybe. more than the Josh fight. <laughs> listen, listen. But the best Josh one. Imagine hanging out in the child line and you got a fight. That was that was a, that was a good day's reference. <laughs> a good day. Good day. Good time. That was a good time reference. Good times. Imagine hanging out in the child line and you gotta fight 250 people for dumpster meat. My nigga. Like, I'd rather just be. I'd rather just go with the League of Extraordinary Exes and just deal with yeah. the eight of them. Yuck! I'm like, I'm going to be. I want to. You be know, the there's one. somebody in there that's just like, I was playing God of War. I got this. <laughs> I'd rather be the Scott Pilgrim. I'll just deal with it. Somebody um, walks out with a fucking bow staff, and I'm like, you know what? You got <laughs> it, bro. Know. That's how dystopian this shit is getting, right? Like, you, you had that this week. You had that whole debacle where 
the senator or whatever was proposing that program where prisoners could donate Oh their yeah, the donor organs for time off. Oh, I had the follow up. Yeah, speaking of if we're talking about power outages in Texas, maybe I should mention a spark to the Dallas Mavericks. Because about three hours ago, Kyrie Irving Kyrie. was traded. Kyrie Irving, modern American philosopher, was traded to the Dallas Mavericks after making a trade request literally yesterday. Which makes me think the Nets were like, finally, get the fuck out. Ooh. And now it makes everybody think like, oh, Kevin Durant is left like Will Smith at the end of the Fresh Prince. So we're all thinking about where the fuck Kevin Durant is going to end up. But the other thing is, is Kyrie Irving going to the Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic? It is a really good performance booster, but he's going to drive him. He's going to drive Luka and Jason Kidd. And Mark Cuban's so angry, which makes me want to watch the next season of Shark Tank. That's a full gambit that you just it did right there. Is it is though. You just full. Kyrie, you just... Luca. Not to mention the things that were traded. So the Mavericks sent Spencer Dinwiddie, who's having a good season. Dorian Finney-Smith, a really good three-point shooter. A 2029 first-round pick that is unprotected. And a 2027 and 2029 second round pick. So the thing with that first round pick being unprotected. What does unprotected mean? Because I'm thinking Unprotected sex. means that <laughs> no matter where it falls in the draft. So say the Mavericks, this is what I was going to explain. So say the Mavericks in 2028, 2029 are terrible. Okay. And they get into the draft lottery. Mm -hmm. And they magically win the lottery. To their first. Well, guess what? The Nets get that pick. Uh, Unprotected, which is common in NBA trades, is they'll be like, we'll trade you our first round pick as long as it's not in the top five. So unprotected picks are like gold, especially when they're this far away to where you can't tell what's going to happen with that franchise. Kyrie is a free agent at the end of the year, and you have no idea how long Luka Doncic is going to be happy. I think by that mm. time his his rookie contract extension would have even ran out. Okay. So you're saying what is what is the point of this trade? Right? Well, the like point what is, kind of system does Kyrie think he's building here with this trade? His fucking own. Mm. I mean, he's a free agent like you said, so he right. can But it, right. Trying to predict Kyrie Irving this far out is just in general about anything. So what do you think is the point of the move to the Mavericks? That's for the Mavericks? A, that's such it's, a it's random the, team for him to... For the, the Mavericks, it's to try to steal a chance at a title. Oh, he's a title chaser. Well, no, he's a title difference maker. Oh. Okay. The Mavericks are a really efficient offense, but that's because Luka Doncic. He had a game where he had 60 points and 20 assists. You do the math, he's responsible for 100 points in that so, game. So are you insinuating that Kyrie thinks he can fill in the blanks here with this trade? I feel At like- At a point, is this a soft move or a boss move? Right, right. So Kyrie forcing the trade 
after I he's been like going on a, a tear while KD is injured move. before the All-Star break? That's a boss move. I'm sorry. Boss move. Like, in, if we're looking he's at it... He's tanking the entire net season. If we're looking at it and from Kyrie's... And bailing on Kevin Durant. If we're <laughs> looking at it from Kyrie's perspective, though... It's a boss move to be able to force that kind of a transition in the amount of time that he forced that kind of transition, right? Like, that's that's a total boss move. And you may say, oh, that's just the Nets being tired of dealing with Kyrie and the drama, right? But what kind of numbers did Kyrie bring in with this trade? All right, so I will say that Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith are... are well, Spencer Dimwitty is a starter. He's a starting guard. Right. And Dorian Finney-Smith, if he's not a starter, he's definitely a rotation player, which means he's in, like, your top eight. Okay. So when you're, when you're swapping your starters, you generally only have, like, a guard, maybe two wings that you swap in just to give your starters a spell. Mm-hmm. Because the amount of minutes played can really take a toll on people's body. And it's become something in the NBA where you have starters sitting maybe, like, 15% of the games in the season just to make sure that they don't get hurt and they're also ready for the playoffs okay losing Kyrie Irving that dude is a wizard with the basketball right so what I'm saying though what we're saying though is it a soft move or a boss move on Kyrie's part it's a gamble Ooh, a third third option okay it's a gamble because you know, like, I get it, like, him forcing the trade, because it was contract negotiations, and the Nets were, like, flaky on, like, oh, well, I mean, you did sit out half of a season because you wouldn't get vaccinated, and you got suspended for tweeting out anti-Semitic shit earlier this season. Yeah. So we And you didn't want to go to the bubble when we were in the playoffs, and, like... So so we've taken all of that Kyrie controversy into play. The Nets are when they're talking about a contract no, extension. We we are because we're talking about a trade. So Kyrie so, forcing his way out. The thing is, this is probably the lowest his trade stock has ever been. Mm-hmm. Well, a we don't even know if Kyrie is going to re-sign with the Mavericks in the first place, but. Second, he is on an expiring deal, and you're trading two starting quality or at least rotation quality players for the most mercurial superstar in the entire league and something that won't pay off until six years from now. Do you think Luka only needs Kyrie no, to nigga, win that's the title? What we're asking you. <laughs> I don't. Think so. Well, like, so he said it's a gamble. It's, so a, it's, it's a, not, gamble it's, because, it's a gamble because right. I'm I'm putting because him Kyrie, under pressure because I wanted to. So he's yeah. oh yeah absolutely. he's betting on he's he's betting on himself. Can he stay out of not trouble but controversy for the rest right. of the season? Because that's been and his how main does he issue. perform in that's, the playoffs? That's been his main issue. Because the goal here, wasn't... no other team can offer him more money than the Mavericks now. And if it wasn't for the controversy, what would his stats look like? If it wasn't for the controversy, he'd still be in Brooklyn. So, with that being said, is this trade a soft move 
or a boss move on Kyrie's part. Do you think the Mavericks are willing to put up with his controversy more than the Nets were? I think it's a soft move. Soft move? Mm, because of KD. KD went to Brooklyn for because Kyrie. Kyrie was like, let's go to Brooklyn. I think it's a soft move because it, it really leaves KD high and dry. And I think, like, that's three years out of your prime. Like, that's that's three years out of your prime. And, I mean, granted, they were a shoe size short of making the conference finals. Because you might have both seen it, the buzzer beater that KD hit against the Bucks to send them in overtime. But if it was literally about an inch over the line. Maybe less than an inch. That made it a two instead of a three. And I mean, if they win a championship that year, the entire narrative is different. How do you feel about the people who are like KD is just like a, a team hopper in it? So they traded for James Harden based off of what KD said. James Harden got disenfranchised because Kyrie sat out half the fucking season. So you feel like the team that KD was trying to build fell apart because of Kyrie and now Kyrie is jumping shit Leaving KD high and dry, yeah. Oh, it makes sense to me. I don't know much basketball, but I know about bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like to and me. You feel like that's some bitch shit that, that, that Kyrie that, did. Like, are you telling me like running the full running the full timeline? Player A was like, "Hey, I'm at this team. Get paid. Get your friends. Like, come to this team. Cool. I'll we jump ship. We can do numbers. Dude. I will say that it is definitely." money over homies here because if he's just not getting the extension and he's that's the thing and he just he's like fuck you katie i don't care mm. so i was like so now we have Kyrie and katie running their running the block on the nets and then Kyrie decided to have an opinion about vaccinations and thinking that it's a hoax I'm assuming that's why he got set out half a year. Yep. Um, he couldn't play home games because of a New York City mandate. Yeah, because New York is uh, epicenters. Right. Oh, um, so. Um, and he didn't want to vaccinate. He didn't want to vaccinate. So, yeah, so now you're benched because A, you think that it's still a hoax, despite the fact that millions of people are still dying, and two, selfishness. So now you decided, oh. It's been time. I've waited, and I'm going to go to this team that not only promised me money but also placement in the next four years, uh, regardless of where I'm at. Um, because the Nets did sign him to a four-year max contract the last time he was a free agent. Right. And you're saying his his current contract is expiring. Yeah, he is a free year. agent at the end of this year. year. He wants okay. to get an extension from the Nets. Right, which proves probably not going to happen. So now, well, I mean, he got traded, but he's already traded. Right. <laughs> like he got traded like three, four hours before we started recording. Right. So now it's like so now he's on this. So now the Mavericks are like, yeah, we'll take you in. He got traded so quick that Bill Simmons couldn't release an emergency pod for the trade request. <laughs> <laughs> this man cannot upload hard enough. We need to right. upload! Right. 
I typed in Kyrie trade request on YouTube, and it's all these like third-party YouTubers using like thumbnails of like Stephen A. and Woj because ESPN hadn't fucking caught up with the fact that he was traded. Damn. So yeah, I think it's also a soft move for Kyrie. Soft move. I understand anti-vaxxers as somebody who actually had to deal with one because they think that autism is mental disorder. So. So, uh, without getting into all of that, I feel like it's a boss move for Kyrie, dog. <laughs> like, I feel like him in the middle of the fucking season being like, you know what? I don't want to be here no more. Mm. Move me. Boss move. <laughs> right. While Kevin Durant is injured, you gotta feel like you, he has to feel like he's got some shit to offer, right? So I'm saying from his perspective, it's a boss move. And then to get traded in a day, right? Like, I know some people are like, oh, the the Nets just don't want to deal with the controversy of having Kyrie. The other theory is uh, the Mavericks already had back-channeling conversations with Kyrie's team. Yeah. Obviously. I feel like that's See, when he announced his trade request, the favorite to get him was the Lakers. Right, yeah, because he had even posted that little meme of him and the children's drawing in the Lakers jersey, right? Mm. And, and so everybody thought he was going to go join LeBron, right? Uh, but him going to the Mavericks is really like Kyrie saying, I can build my own franchise. You want to know what's really funny? What I'm saying to Kyrie is, if you really bout that, you would have done it in Boston. Ooh. I was going to say, put your balls on the table and do it with Luca then. Right? Like, because that's what you have to do now. If He's playing second fiddle. He had a shot at the Alpha Dog in Boston. If you want to make this the boss move that you think it is, Kyrie. Win the title. It's too late for that. No, no it's not. Not even the All-Star break, which is really awkward because he's a starting point guard for the Eastern Conference. (laughs) We'll check back at the All-Star break and see if I was correct in saying it's too late for that. I I do want to say what's hilarious. About 20 minutes ago, LeBron James tweeted, maybe it's me. (laughs) And on that note, I think it's time for a break. We're talking about responsibility for your actions, you know, mm-hmm. with Kyrie and with Ted Cruz. Ted the Fed. Talking about responsibility and talking Susan. about talking about your your actions for your responsibility. Susan. Let's talk about how our president of the United States cannot. Susan. Biden. <laughs> Brandon. Since. <laughs> Can I keep his shit together when it comes to paperwork? Nobody can. Maybe it comes with the office. You know, my dude. Did we really expect that Biden? (laughs) (laughs) I met the man. Would not forget some shit. Of all people. Now, I saw a post that was like, if we're going to talk about dementia, we cannot ignore Donald. Right? Because (laughs) Donald was exhibiting... (laughs) Traits of dementia 
Way before Biden came on the scene. I mean, to Not be fair. Not way before Biden came on the scene. No, right? he was but on the scene. He just wasn't Biden, front stage. Biden has always exhibited traits of dementia. I mean, like, Trump might just be cocaine withdrawal. No, like, dude. Like, he just shit himself. Even in the, like, 70s, in the 80s, Biden, like, Biden got caught up in this whole scandal where he was claiming he went to colleges he wasn't accredited to go oh, to. Oh, that's some George Santos shit. Yeah. yeah. Yes, no, but Biden did that. And is now president. I, I turned. Are to you look ready? At, are you ready for President Santos in thirty I years? I turned to look at the camera. Like hey, the camera hey, still hey, <laughs> hey! You know, I'm totally fine having a drag queen as president. That's progress. Hey, look, look. No, okay. Because he's not wrong though. He's not wrong though. George Santos. <laughs> it took a Republican. It took a Republican. He's not certified court of Paul. Ah, but, uh, ah, but, uh, but, but a person of the night, the person, uh, I want to have fun for a night. An, an amateur drag queen. An amateur drag queen <laughs> decides to join a... Ran for the... Look, so, hold, okay, hold on. My, my main question is... <clears throat> I'm just burping. Thank you, dude. You're good. The camera's not on. Okay. So, my main question to you as a member of the LGBTQ community. Just call the Baltimore Commission of Gay of Gay Rights Movement. The Baltimore Commission of Gay Rights Movement. <laughs> yes. That that is my official title. Does this make the Republican Party progressive? <laughs> <laughs> because they accidentally <laughs> a fucking drag queen while they are currently trying to ban Books. Fucking drag queens from reading books to kids. Which are big, which also books are being banned because of the critical race theory. The whole, the whole, okay, so. We're going to read the seminal work of Mark Twain, <laughs> Tom Sawyer. <laughs> we, recently talked about, we recently talked about Florida and how they banned the AP African American history. Did you see the clapback from the college board? <laughs> so, but college, the college board just recently. Re, I guess restructured the curriculum mm-hmm. of that program um, in ways that kind of suit the things that Ron DeSantis was claiming were issues, which was the queer and LGBTQ friendly studies into African American like history um, as far as this course was concerned. Right. So, so with that, with that. So wait, the college said, board was like, "There's too much gay shit." No, no Rob no. said there's too much. Rob and then, said there's get too much gay shit, and the college board said, "Okay, maybe there's a little bit too much gay shit." Right. <laughs> the college board was like, "Oh, we can, we can try to do something." We can, we it's can, like gay shit shark. Back. We can dial it back a little bit. Right, so they made some of the uh, course material non-mandatory, and they made it more suggestive reading and things like that. I don't, I don't have the article up in front of me, unfortunately. I, I you know, I, I did read, <laughs> but I don't have it up in front of me in order to quote. But I do know that they have restructured their course curriculum 
based on some of the complaints and they won't say that it has anything to do with Florida but what I will say though is that it does feel like it has a lot to do, do with Florida, Florida. <laughs> I am just saying this if you are the president of the United States that I met you a Biden Shout I met you Biden. I met you when I was 16 and um you were a lot younger at the time. Didn't right. didn't did, did not have the, did not have all the gray hairs that you have. But, no, um, he's got full on white hairs. He, yeah, he is Magneto. Not, right, he's not even Silver Fox. Right, like, <laughs> no, it's perfect to call him Magneto because sometimes Biden does shit. Right, like earlier, they were asking. But he's him, not a Holocaust survivor, which is integral to Magneto's you know, character, sister, and you yeah. cannot separate it from him. But as a earlier, they were asking him about the economy. Right, <laughs> they asked him about the economy earlier, and they were lives like, matter. How do you feel? How do you feel about the job market? Right in its current state, they were like, "Do you take? Do you feel like you should take responsibility for the job market in its current state?" And he was like, "Do you not remember I inherited this job market?" <laughs> like, I'm sorry. He's like one of the first presidents I feel like who's ever been like, "Hey yo, hold on, let's not let's not pretend like I didn't walk into this shit store, my nigga." Like. You can call it's me senile. Two, it's two years. All no, you want. No. Yeah, two years. Just passed. You can call me senile all you want. But this is the shit storm I was handed. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. So, the thing is, but how does that interact with you not being able to keep your documents in a publicly fashioned go. order? So you have a staff that works for you multiple staffs and your wife is a doctor so do you care uh, zig do you care to explain uh or elaborate on what tk is insinuating here also like trump biden was found to have classified documents at his house uh a substantially smaller amount with not top secret and classified labels but still, Classified. shit he shouldn't have had. Leftover shit from the Obama days. Yes. Right. Right. And like when they, when Obama was reached out for it earlier, he was like, no, nah, we sent everything to you. Obese is like, hell no. Nah. nah. Nigga, what you play with? Like, ayo, don't come over here with that bullshit. <laughs> Me and Michelle chilling. Like, yeah. don't even, don't even our, fuck around. Our daughters are adults. Right, right. So, so with that being said, Biden, who is clearly slipping into his uh, his senile days, and he's that's no disrespect. 80s. That's no disrespect. You're you know, in your eighties, right? Like even I, who is, as a hardened Bernie supporter, is hearing you know uh, murmurs of him running again again i'm like dog my dude dog now nah, pick somebody else right and it's like I, I i want i wanted it for bernie 
I wanted that for Bernie. Like, I love that for Bernie. Like, I, I love that for America, right? Like, Bernie deserved that. Bernie deserved First of all, Bernie deserved it. Second of all, America. Really, with all the anti-Semitism, do you know how much it would have been funny to have an old <laughs> Jewish man? To have an old the book? secular Jewish man. Balancing the books? Right, like it would have, it, it literally would have been like the South Park episode. We would have gotten another Harry Potter novel. It would have been like the South Park episode where Kyle, like the Margaritaville episode where Kyle like took on everybody's debt. Yeah. Like <laughs> Bernie was willing to do that <laughs> in America and the Democratic Party said, no, no. no. I, don't, I don't think that's necessary. Because you know why? Because the old Democrat Party is still a bunch of white people. Yeah, still no, a bunch no. of their ways. Yeah, it is. And now Pete Buttigieg. <sighs> oh, oh, to be fair, one thing about Pete. Hey, Pete, I hope you're watching this. I really appreciate all your clapbacks, especially on the Fox and Friends segments when they come after you, you, your husband, or your work because you're gay. Class, just all of it. Class. Okay, so I do feel like we have to at least mention it, considering we have been putting it off for now two weeks. Justin Roiland and his lawsuit. There's a lawsuit? Well, against him for um, domestic oh. assault. Oh. And oh. oh. Also now alleged text messages of to minors, fans of the show. Oh, come on, this is, this Adult is Swim really has already be, removed be, be, him be. from the show and said that season seven through 10 will continue. And people are like, uh, who are you gonna get to voice Rick and Morty? And uh, everybody's response is, have you been on the internet? Right, you can just literally, you, you can Chris literally. Brett. Literally anyone that does a fucking Rick and Morty impression. Go on TikTok, so, go so on TikTok. So go on TikTok. When the fright is constantly screaming, that Hollywood is full of child molesters. <laughs> it's one thing that Justin Roiland was beating his wife, which I know is a don't don't interrupt me because I have to I have to clarify. I need to clarify. <laughs> I know is a wild is a it's a wild state to say. I know it's one thing that a dude is is abusive to his wife, right? Because that's not it's not. Oh, you mean Dana White? <laughs> Who then turned around and opened up a league where the whole point is to slap your opponent? <laughs> we will get to that in the next episode, but not this episode. In the next episode. <laughs> but in this episode, we're talking about Justin Roiland and how how it's not cool that you can portray a, a, a drunk, egotistical, like, megalomaniac, scientist, genius, and then, and then also be your wife. Like there were rumors going around that you drank Hennessy, and then and then went in the studio and improv Rick, and then it turns out that you beat your wife. Like I'm 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 in the camp I'm here for of, the Hennessy improv. All right. Like I'm that's the, probably led to some of the best I'm, Rick moments. I'm in the camp of. Did we really think the dude who was improving Rick Sanchez was not beating his wife? Is this the uh, Johnny Depp scenario again? We're talking about a guy who spends $20,000 a month on wine. 
do you think he's not going to be problematic at times? Once again, once again, I would like to point out that he blamed that all on Amber Heard, and there's no way that one woman <laughs> of Amber Heard's size is drinking $20,000 of wine by herself. Um, uh, counter, Amber Heard's book club. <laughs> it's just so fucking disappointing. So here's the thing. I don't know all the facts yet because not all the facts were presented. Everyone's been saying hearsay and accusations. Uh, And to be fair, we have... To be fair, fair, we've had numerous stories that a male figure was blamed because of a female's involvement and then it got dissolved or a settlement. And the male... The AKA Dining Dot. Um, that's the high profile case because every because did you know fun fact the court case was held in Virginia. Actually, this is also yeah. very relevant. Yes. This yeah. week, Amari Stoudemire, former NBA player, had those charges against him. Yeah. To which he was like, "No, go through full trial." Yeah. And every charge was dropped. No. Yeah. Okay. So it's not to say that there aren't fake, false accusations being thrown about, right? But what I'm saying is the prevalence of which these high-profile cases, right, uh-huh. and these dudes who portray these incel icons, right, because, like, let's, let's not front about it. Rick Sanchez, if not Justin Roiland, is an incel icon, yep. right? And then for it to turn out that CP is also included in this whole catastrophe is just the fucking like cherry on top of all of this conservative Hollywood is corrupt nonsense. Well, I'm going to echo something that we said before. Allegations and accusations should always be taken seriously. Right. But also, it is innocent until proven guilty. guilty. Right. Tori. Um. <laughs> Tori just went on there and was like, basically, I fucking did it. Yo, I was just Tori, drunk. No, Tori went on Tori there. Tori went on there with a the bang. Like, I did it, but also, what you gonna do about it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I did shoot that bitch in the feet. Isn't he so, getting time for it? And that's my point. He bounced back and forth in between I shot that bitch in the feet to I didn't do shit to that bitch to she shot herself in the feet to somebody else shot her in the feet. And the and, baby just be sitting on the side <laughs> like, like, I, I fucked Megan too. Like, <laughs> I fucked Megan too. But in this case, Justin Roiland, however, has stepped in a whole bag of dog shit. Um, he is a hot seat. Very much hot seat. Yeah, because like... I'm now concerned, Morty. Who's gonna voice me next season, Morty? Right, uh, right. Um, How are we gonna get all of the other Ricks to be voiced by somebody else, Morty? You know what? Uh, TikTok. There's so many TikTok impersonators out there yep. that are unutilized. It's literally going to be effortless. Can, for them can, to replace could you imagine there'd Morty. be a TikTok episode? It'll be fucking Seth. Adult Swim, hire us. It's going to be the episode, <laughs> the first episode, where all of the different Ricks, Ricks. are different voice actors impersonating Rick, and wow. they all go through like a TikTok screen Who's where it's just like, the new nope, Rick? Marty, eh, not good enough. Eh, he doesn't have my burp quite on time. 
You know who it's going to be? Fucking Seth MacFarlane. No. No. Okay. I imagine right. he has a hell of a right. Rick person impression. Exactly. Yeah. But Mark I also, my fucking words, dog. Do you think Adult from, Swim would write that check? From Stan Smith. You think he really would? From do you Peter think Griffin to Stan Smith. Rick Sanchez. I don't think he has the Hispanic racism in his voice. Mm. <laughs> Do you really? I, I mean, Justin Moreland can just be, you know, tried and true. Who else have Does he really t- make fun of the fact that his last name is Sanchez that much? I, I, I remember one episode he did, but maybe it's just me just thinking about it. Justin Rowland, um, hi, if you're watching this. I hope that your litigation is strong. Don't hire Amber Heard's lawyer. <laughs> this is, okay, so this is going to be a real deep cut. And I don't know if uh, either one of you two will get this right. This whole Justin Roiland thing feels like the dormtainment scandal. And I don't know if you know dormtainment, right? Um, they were an internet comedy collective on YouTube during, like, I would say, like, the burgeoning days. Oh, so Wild Wild West. Yeah, like... Uh, Where you could watch porn on YouTube, uh, yeah. No, I would say it was, like, it was at the beginner of the, like, MCM days, right? Okay, yeah. Oh, and Machinima, um, Face, Face. But they were a black comedy collective, right? And they had this YouTube, or they had uh, this member named Tay who was an integral part of their collective, right? Like, they used to have, like, a lot of musical-based skits, and Tay would do, like, a lot of the engineering and the producing for their musical-based skits. Tay got caught on camera beating his pregnant wife or his pregnant girlfriend and was rightfully, abruptly disbanded from the group. Yeah. Right? And it feels like that, right? Like, like this whole Justin Roiland thing, I guess, has more um, PR than the whole Tay thing, right? Because it was just like one day Tay wasn't in the skits anymore. You kind of had to like be like, hey, yo, yeah. what the fuck happened to Tay, right? Kind of <laughs> like what I had to do with Jalen and Jacoby. Yeah, no, mm. no, much worse than that, right? Because then you, you didn't get to see fucking Jacoby being his wife. wife. (laughs) Jacoby beating his black wife. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, this was was much worse than that. And in Justin Roiland's case, we don't have video footage, thank God. (laughs) Fucking Rick Sanchez beating his wife. I, I sometimes feel like it's not so random when you, like, think of the character of Rick Sanchez. And I'm just like, I feel like Rick has, like, slapped a bitch in the Sean Connery sense <laughs> of the, <laughs> the term. And I know I'm going to catch some flack for saying slapped a bitch. It's not funny. It's not you know it's, funny. Everything that Justin Roiland does is not normal, which is just another reminder that none of, none of this is normal but what should be normal is buying all of your pokemon flesh and blood magic the gathering Yu-Gi-Oh, card game supplies board games at tokenmtg.com and use the promo code ziggy you can get 10 percent off of your order with this ad plug also we have a discord and we have a patreon and we have a twitch 
and do the like and subscribe and do the whole thing like we all know. Oh wait, cameras aren't on. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the hand gestures and trying to be engaging, but uh, y'all have been media trained long enough. At the flood pot on everything. Do all of the things that hit the algorithm. And that's on everything. everything. And you can follow TK at Crushable at YouTube. And with that being said, <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Y'all are y'all fucking crazy as shit. Deuces! Man. Deuces! I put up with this shit. <laughs> Look, it's a flood. It's, a flood. it's flooding. Get away. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.